Hey everybody. <laughs> it's Thursday. <clears throat> I'm already joking. Hold on. Happy Thursday. Um, happy officially summer, man. It's July. July is in super full effect. And excuse my language, but it is hot as hell. Okay? With the capital H E double hockey sticks. I don't know where you're from, okay? Where you're watching. But it's super, super hot. Lucifer and his friends, aka Lucy are vacation. have traveled across the country. They have traveled. And now they have landed on the West Coast. And it's really hard during the summer, right? Because he, uh, typically you don't feel like doing nothing. And it makes you incredibly sluggish. And um, if you're anything like us, really more so like Pam, you want to do all the things all the time. <laughs> as many things as possible every day. The pandemic, I was never really like that, but the pandemic definitely broke me. Like... Girl, if you do one or two things, you doing something. Um, so yeah, I for thought those, it broke me, but it all the habits die hard. Um, so if you're the person who just be jumping from thing to thing, project to project, this thing to that thing, this type of heat is really <laughs> detrimental uh, to your productivity. Um, but it's important though that once you've completed something else, you take time to rest, okay? Before you pivot into the next thing. But that can be hard, particularly if you're an A-type personality, okay? Or, or you've thrown, up your, thrown off your sleep schedule so much like I have that it's just all the things everywhere, okay? So anyway, if that sounds like you or someone you know, then you know what time. This episode is for you. Hi, I'm Pam Williams, a mother. And I'm Jessica E. Williams, a daughter. And this is A Mother and a Daughter Truthful Chat, where we discuss our 35-year multi-layered relationship. We've been through so many ups and downs. Not only are we family, but we're business partners in the high-stress world of event planning and production for short films. We've also shared the same therapist for over 10 years. What some people call codependence, we call collaboration. So join us as we share stories from our lives, have candid conversations with other mother-daughter duos, and shed light on the roller coaster ride of being a woman while raising a woman. What's good, family? Welcome to Truthful Chats. Shout out to Dr. Shout out to Dr. Q. Um, Truthful Chats are designed to get us to the ongoing practice of generational wellness. If you have absolutely no idea what that is, you're new here. Welcome, <laughs> number one. Uh, number two, just wherever you're watching this video, there's some description about generational wellness and what that means somewhere below this video. Okay. So if you're new here, um, every single month we have a theme here at Create Generational Wellness on the channel. And then we use our Truthful Chats to unpack that theme just a little bit. So it is July, as I have stated, because it is truly hot. Um, and our theme this month is embrace. Mm-hmm. And today's episode is we talked about it a little bit in the intro, but we're getting back into it. Embracing the pivot. Okay, embracing the pivot. Um, if you were on a road, that would be a sudden turn or a twist mm-hmm. More like on a- said road. Now it's I not an like abrupt. It's not an abrupt not turn. A certain turn. It's kind it's of like abrupt. just a subtle. Like, it's a slight, like just around the river bend. Okay, oh, for all of the just around the river. Disney raised me. Anyway, that's not what we're here for. Um. So anyway, that's my just around the river bend version of a pivot. But Pam told the people and well, me what a real know, pivot is. In today's very fast-paced world, things happen all the time. 
So you have to shift, you have to adjust. We've talked about change before. We talked about all the different things that can happen as you're trying to get your mind right. Get your mind right, man. To make a move. But we've been through a lot, like I always say, in the last three or four years. And so everybody has tried to learn how to, has had to learn how to pivot in one way or another. And it really just means changing or shift or change in the direction that you're going. Um, it's a way to course correct. If the if path needs a course correct. Yeah, if the path you're on is no longer working or it's not viable or a little adjustment would make it better. Um, you kind of see it a lot in corporate and in company startups where they're just trying to get everything. I mean, they fire people now, which is sad. But it used to be pivots before yeah. we got into such extreme inflation and yeah. things of that nature. But continue. Yeah. So if you're in a startup or a corporation or whatever and you're going down a road and you see that you need to pivot, there's usually a whole company plan or strategy or you have a special action committee that comes in and tries to help you pivot. They might even get somebody from outside. Uh, you got many. Yes. A consultant or something like that that can make you uh, help you pivot. However, um, pivots happen wherever any change is necessary and particularly for creatives and artists. Um, I don't know that you guys necessarily, we think of it as a pivot sometimes. Our whole really life is, is pivoting. It really is. <laughs> Our entire life is pivots. If you're a freelance creative, you've got pivots. to pivot to figure out various clients, where your next job is coming from. How are you going to make the money stretch? Strike is coming. Are you going to ever end up where you thought you envisioned yeah. as a child? Yeah. Yes, all of your unions are striking. Um, so, you know, it's, yeah. it's the age of pleasure. Said you know, Monet, be responsible this summer, okay? Because winter is coming. <laughs> but particularly for creatives, you do a project and then it's on to the next project for the most part. Um, you have a freelance job, whatever it is you do. No, you're on a TV show or something. A photographer or a graphic artist or whatever. Usually you have a client, you put a whole, 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 whole lot of work into that um, project and then the project is over. And it can kind of, for some people, kind of be like postpartum a little bit where this has been your baby or whatever you've been working on for six, eight weeks, and then it's out in the world. two months, then you're done, it's out. And then now you're like, what do okay, I do? what do I do next? I got to move over here. I got to try to find another job, a gig, or whatever. But anyway, it does require thinking about how do you make the pivot in a healthy, positive, a healthy keyword. way keyword. Um, that doesn't drain your creativity because you want to keep that. So sometimes it's you got to yeah. figure it out. It's a tricky thing. Uh, I can speak to this directly, okay? Because we did those show, yay! Really, really, shout out to my incredible cast. And might I say, you did an awesome job. Thank you, mother. I very, very proud. I of you. tried my best. Um, mm -hmm. Shout out yes. to Paul Rush, everybody at uh, the Lee Strasberg Institute. Thank y'all for being my new family. You can't get rid of me now. Um, so yeah, so I worked on this show for like six weeks, five or six weeks straight no breaks even when i was not in rehearsal i was thinking about the show like literally the other week <laughs> we were driving and i almost missed my exit because i low-key had like an out-of-body experience i was on the stage like reblocking. blocking <laughs> it was like girl the exit i was like oh i'm sorry i had left um i was watching movies to help figure out how to 
communicate things about the storyline. It was just everything, constant, playlist, lighting, you know. Lord, the playlist. <laughs> um, oh, you can you get a list of the playlist too. I'll put that um, link in the description box if you want to get a full view of the, of the show. Um, so anyway, my whole life has been this show. Um, my incredible cast, shout out to the red cast. Um, the yellow cast as well, because they were in our party scene. So everything, it was my sleep schedule. Everything was this play. Round off. Sending texts in the middle of the night. I'm up till three, four in the morning. We rehearsing at night. Like it's my whole life. So the come down from this has been very, and I've done shows before, like acting wise, uh, directing. This was my first actual, this was sort of my directorial debut in terms of my first full length play that was my own vision like i yeah. wasn't assisting anyone if you loved it it was on me if you hated it it was on me either way it was it was all me and the people that i was leading um so yeah it's been weird to like we literally spent every day together do you know yeah. what i mean we every single day together so um it's been an adjustment to be like so what are we doing tonight and like i was up watching magic mike in the night because shout out to twitch it was like he came to me from the other side. It was like, support my work, please. And I said, say less, King. Um, but I'm up to like 2, 3 in the morning now because that's just the schedule my body is on. Trying to readjust. Um, trying to readjust. So, yeah, it's hard to be a creative. Um, and anyone who's any sort of creative, not just in, if, you know, I, this was a play, but if you do a film or a television show, I worked in production for four or five years. It was the same thing. And we would have to switch. So I would have to do the night shift one week and then I have to switch and do the early morning shift the next week. So, you know, your body is all thrown off. And then, you know, it's sort of a family endeavor. So they were mm -hmm. either dropping me off, picking me up, or we still had to do this podcast and a bunch of other things, but I would be like, yo, we got to figure this out <laughs> in a time yes, frame. We're, we're sharing a car. We're which, sharing a car. We've, which is crazy, but we make it a new thing. Um, so it's a whole thing. And then, you know, I'm sleep deprived, so I'm super irritable, right? At some point, I can admit it, whatever. Um, I was super irritable. Not, I can't take it out of my cast, right? So if you can't be irritable at home, where can you be irritable when you're sleep deprived? But um, she was really trying to take it all personally. And I was like, no, and, it was not. And for me, for me, it's really about conserving my energy. So sometimes yeah. she would be caring about things that just to me was not worth my investment of my energy at that point point in time like I was like whatever like we'll figure it out and everything for me is about ease I'm not saying it's gonna always be easy but everything should be easeful like nothing is really a crisis at, in my mind I'm like it's gonna work out the way it needs to it work out it never is it's never a it crisis really is it never. really isn't and pretty much everything is it's a crisis always a small crisis for me and I'm like always because for me I feel like when you're doing that you're raising your cortisol levels and all that energy you can and I know use. better problem solving you now using to panic about something that you may or may not be able to change but definitely if you can't change it now you're just expending your energy turning your wheels anyway so it's been um interesting to be going through this process with the family and I was actually having a conversation with another friend of mine who's a creative um in terms of trying to figure out like partnership wise this was this was in uh relationship to a young woman about if the person understands your vision and what you're doing or not you know what i mean like i thank god i'm with my parents but i was like if i had a husband and some kids i don't know y'all would hate me and that would just be what it is you know what i'm saying like, i'll just be like sorry i love y'all but it's not more important than the work so kudos to all y'all that are creatives 
and balancing and have families and have and families that's double actors and double directors and you know people be gone eight, your nine kids months are in the business year, your kids are in the business uh shout out to the perines and everybody else we know like that's not easy and y'all i love y'all because y'all make it look easeful i know it's not useful but there's never a time that i feel like y'all hate this and y'all hate each other it's really a team effort right yeah so anyway um over the years we've discovered that rest is a very very important thing um rest is just key period right we talked about this last episode but like god is an infinite being and yet he chose to rest after seven days worth of work and for no other reason than to show us that we should do it um because he's or she whatever you subscribe he's a he in my book inexhaustible right so like really not ever out of energy but we are we are definitely finite beings and rest is important and um despite what people say about drinking a hell of five hour energies and mad mm -hmm. coffee and whatever mm -hmm. and taking uppers and downers and doing all listen your body needs to rest you only get one body and if that thing go out on you uh it's a wrap so um rest is important um and it's a healthy part of pivoting from one thing to another. Yeah. Right. Take a break. Uh, that's not just work. Uh, that's also relationships. Cause some of y'all just be hopping and I'd be like, so have you taken time to assess the last situation or are you just out here running around? Mm. I'm rewatching insecure right now. It's uh, very apparent. Um, but yeah, it's important to just sort of slow down a minute before you jump into the next thing. Like I'm getting ready to assistant direct uh, another show. Well, I mentor, but I needed like a week to like get my head back on straight and like readjust to not having to be up till two, three, four o'clock in the morning every single day and getting up at nine. You know what I mean? My body just naturally woke up at nine too. It wasn't a choice. Um, anyway, I think we tend to overlook taking breaks, but there really yeah. are times yeah. to rejuvenate. I have had to learn because it helps with enhancing your productivity, your creativity, your decision making, your overall well being. Like I cannot tell you how many times I was trying to make a decision, and I just knew I was too tired to make it, or I was like, "This is the decision I'm making right now." But I would tell people, I'd be like, "This is my tired brain. Like, let me reassess that in the morning once I've had a little bit of sleep." Because once my brain is rested, I might come up with a different idea or a better idea or like, hey, I thought about this and this was good, but ah, I got something a little better. And thank God it all worked out. But I was making a lot of sleep deprived decisions, <laughs> but I knew that people needed answers. But I will always be like, hey, in my communication, like I might have a better idea once my body and brain rest a little bit. Um, Which is a big thing to be able to say. Because a lot oh, of people like to yeah. pretend like they I'm got it together person. all the time. I'm not that person. What go I for say it. is this, and I can't go back, and you know, I'm gonna look stupid if I go back and say I changed my mind or this, that, and the other. So I applaud you for that. Thank you. I and I'm a true collaborator. Like it would be nice to be like I have everything together, but I don't. As the King Kendrick once told me, be humble and sit down. Like you don't need. Why are you out here? Who are you doing this <laughs> for? Like you don't really need to be doing all this flexing, right? So. I'm the person who's like, yes, the buck stops with me and I got to have the answers. But if I'm in a space where I'm, I don't know that I'm necessarily clear. I want to give you what you need, but I want to give you us the freedom to collaborate and communicate in real time. You know what I mean? So um, ideally, I'm not giving you like a super heavy load of something to do like hella, hella last minute. I don't like to do that either. Um, 
but communication is key. Uh, so let's get into a couple of reasons why resting is crucial. Rest, again, enhances your creativity, like I just said. Uh, when you get to step away from a project or a problem, um, you give your brain a minute to like reset and like figure out what's going on. Y'all know that Zach Galifianakis um, gif, where is he doing all the math all the time? That's how I could feel like, but all of that is extra jumbled sometimes when you're tired. Yeah. Sometimes if you just don't underestimate the power nap too. I told my cast, I was like, if you get you 15, 20 minutes, we were really, really tired before opening night. Um, I was like, if you get you 15, 20 minutes, maybe even 30 minutes, don't underestimate. Just closing your eyes, even if you don't go fully to sleep. Um, I do it sometimes and I meditate too, where I just close my eyes and lay down. That feels like a full reset to your body. Um, but it gives you a chance to process new information, make new connections, and it can lead to fresh insight and fresh ideas. I'm a living witness. Do it. Uh, number two, it reduces stress. Living witness. I, get, I was stressed on some days. But I knew that like, okay, if I just lay out on the floor and listen to the Janae Aiko meditation for six minutes or NDRE meditation, uh, my stress level will come down. Um, and it's important because pivoting in general is stressful, right? It's stressful to be like, that part of my life is over for now. Um, and now I got to go into this new thing, right? Um, with a whole new cast with and a whole, whole new, new group of people. Yeah, like, it's like, it, and really that's that's the job, okay? I don't care what, what, what you do for a living, right? The people part is really the hard part. You are always dealing with various people, personalities, things, mm -hmm. how they like to work, your version of communication. Are they going to understand the way that you like to communicate, what your vision is going forward, how you see the project? All of it is really people work at the end of the day. And you definitely need rest for that. because And be people work is exhausting. It's stressful. Yeah. And um, chronic stress, okay, can lead to uh, burnout and negative health effects, right? Burnout is very easy to come by in this day and age, um, even with the help and advent of technology. But a lot, a lot of that burnout comes from, comes from resting technology. too, but also not resting from the last thing, right? You just jump into the next thing without being yeah. like, okay, let me take a minute. And that's hard to do, especially when people are putting pressure on you to like jump into the next thing. I don't think I've ever really, I've heavily resisted that like very early on. And um, I don't know, it may have set me back in some ways, but I've always been like, I'm gonna rest. Like you gonna not not tell me if if it's not if I gotta jump on it right now and it's not enough for me to rest. Like I know that's gonna do a d disservice to me, but it might not be the project for me. That's how I be feeling. Most you of the are time. very. You have always been very uh, protective of your mental health, and that is really energy. And energy. Um, taking breaks and practicing self care again helps reduce stress, and it also helps with your resilience. Right, I can be better for the next project because I'm taking time to rest as opposed to if I was hella sleep deprived from the last project and then I jumped in sleep deprived from the last for, into the next project, I'm gonna be rude and really mean on the next one and nobody wants that. Um, and rest improves your decision making. Like we said, when you're tired or overwhelmed or uh, making decisions on the fly without really taking time to think, the decision suffers and the overall project suffers. I cannot tell you how many times I was like, okay, I'm thinking of this show in parts, but I wanted to work overall. And I need to see that it's working overall. Um, so rest and rejuvenation can help us approach our decisions with a clear mind, better judgment. But you can't do that if you're not rested. If you're just running around, you're just going to be running around. And nobody wants that. And you want to show up as your best self. That's the thing I think I've, I've learned the most. And I've talked about it. Showing up as my most authentic, most best self has been very, very rewarding. 
uh, at this particular juncture in my life. So I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. But for some of us, as Jessica mentioned, type A people, it is really, really hard to rest. Why is it so hard to rest? Um, I don't really know. It's just <laughs> because you're A types. That's why. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's just inherent in that there's a tendency toward you know being a workaholic, a little control, a little perfectionism, and a strong drive for achievement. I mean, I'm not gonna knock that. Like somebody, I have it too, though. But I rest. Yes, I know you're teaching. You really are. This is a generational wellness thing because she is real. She has really helped me over the years. Go, mom. Just calm it's the millennial down. Me. It's gonna get done. It might it's not get done the way you want. The way you want it. Something going up, but some something's gonna happen. Something's gonna happen. So, um, <laughs> case in point, today we lost all our notes for the podcast. I don't know for the rest of the month. I had planned it it's all out ahead of time. And you know we were looking for it and we couldn't find it. So up oh, pivot, um, but it wasn't it wasn't too bad because we were both kind of rested. Thank God we were not both in like she wasn't overtired and I wasn't super anxious because I've been she resting too. Anxious. She was anxious about something else, but yeah, but, I told her girl calm down. Like you can't. You, what you gonna do really? It just, really it just happened. But I'll tell you, we have done some things this week to really sort of. Um, center ourselves and get grounded again, Every which we'll second. talk about in a minute. Every but um, it really is important to prioritize rest and self-care. And I know I did not value it as much as I do now. And well, she also worked in corporate America, you know, that's for 20, slavery. 25 years. So, um, yeah, I just, they don't care about you. In the Probably trade show machine. industry, you are up at seven you are not done really till 11 at night because when the show's over you got to go out you got to entertain clients you got to you know put on you got you got to gotta do all those things so you're talking about a 7 a.m to 11 a.m day sometimes like i mean 11 p.m yeah. 7 a.m to you 11 know, our, our our minimum is 12 hour days yeah. in the arts so it, it can get crazy so if you've been used to doing that and being on that treadmill for like 20 years like i was the pandemic kind of helped me slow it down, but it also made me crazy. And now that I feel like we're supposed to be back to normal, which who knows what that means. I feel like- I'm back to my normal. I've had a shift in how much is appropriate to get done. Like, it's like, okay, that was never appropriate to try to get that much done. And so- Never. You have to set those boundaries around, never. no, I'm not gonna work. 16 hours. I'm not going to work. Now, again, sometimes you have a deadline, you have a project, you have to get through it, but that shouldn't be your normal every single every day single for day years, for years, like which mine kind of was a little bit. Um, delegating stuff again, that's the perfectionist part of things. You and no, let me say this the person is not going to do it the way you would do it. That's usually the hard thing about delegation is when somebody else do it and you'd be like, that's not the way I exactly it's but you have to decide that it's still okay you know what i mean and that part yes. is where you have to make the mind shift the jedi the, mind trick that you have to do a paradigm shift to say not the way i would have done it but it's still okay but it's done though people are still and i eating. have to do it they have forks they have knives they you know it's not the end of the world it's not no the one's end gonna die today it, it may the table may not have been set the way that i wanted to 
I would have done it. Oh, but um, <laughs> oh, people have forced people have nice, they have napkins, they're eating. What difference is it make? Um, and so I had to break her. And she's still not better though, because I am a little literally better. when I sit tables, you go, girl, why? So <laughs> I always second guess my decisions because of her. <laughs> I'm getting well. So yes, we that. are both getting well. And I'm trying not to say anything or make a look like impossible. Impossible. <laughs> Bishop, shout out to you. So listen, practicing self-compassion as a type A, you gotta practice compassion for yourself and then Everything doesn't have to be perfect, but when you practice compassion for yourself, then you can also practice it for other people. You'd be like, Sorry, okay, you didn't, you, it's okay. It really is okay. And you're okay. And they're okay. And life is all right. Right? No one is going to die today because of your thing. I'm not doing The a only surgery. people that need to be worried about that are doctors. I'm okay. Not doing a surgery, no one's right? going to die today. So, and then you hear people say all the time, you got to find the balance, you gotta, da, da, da. but what does that actually look like, right? Well, you got to have yes. intentional effort to find balance because balance means different things to different people. But here's a couple of tips, I think, Jessica. All right, I'm jumping into them real quick. Um, so these are quick tips to help with mindset and rejuvenation, okay? Number one, practice mindfulness. Mm. Uh, Mindfulness meditations, like I said, can help reduce stress. Highly recommend uh, Janae Aiko's uh, trigger. I think it's the trigger mantra. The trigger is it's to come down after you've you've been triggered. <laughs> I'll say that. Uh, perhaps I'll put it in the comments uh, for you all. But it's about six minutes. And like one day it just came on on Spotify. <laughs> and I'm, I'm already sort of into mindfulness practice. But she was like, I feel so calm right now. I just... <laughs> Oh, having a look out right now. So I do it like every day. So Which there's is hard for me to do. No shortage of, of meditations on the YouTubes. Now I hear the saints. Meditations. What are you opening your spirit up to? Calm down, bro, bro. Okay. Uh, the Beelzebubs can't jump in where you won't let them. Okay. So just, <laughs> you ain't got to be doing super mantras. It's just things to think about, things to meditate your mind on. Some of y'all be doing the scriptures. I'm not mad. But anything that keeps, you, your mind calm and your body your calm nervous system and your nervous and system calm, okay? So just sit a, a, even if you just sit a few minutes a day and take some deep breaths quietly, okay? That's very, very, very important. It has saved me a lot, <laughs> um, especially when I was having the little jitters and bubble guts and all that stuff before the show. I was just like, just sit here and be calm, okay? The breathing in, breathing out, get you some breathing exercises. I'm going to tell you the truth. The God gave us life for the reason. Yes, indeed. So, again, no shortage of that on the internet, Google, breathing exercises, do them. It will help. Number two, engage in hobbies, okay? Hobbies, activities and things that you can enjoy, that recharge you, that you can do for new inspiration, um, whether it's art, music, sports, uh, puzzles, prayer and peach tea. Yep. Uh, PM Patron, sorry, you guys know that song. Anyway, <laughs> whatever your thing is, um, I love me a good concert. Uh, whatever your thing is. Uh, number three, disconnect from technology. It's really hard. We all very much struggle with this one. Actually, my brother, who I was talking about earlier, he was saying he just started this thing because he's on like a super like uh, he's in his productivity season, so the schedule is tight, right? But he decided to get like an actual like app clock, oh. like an actual real clock. 
uh, to wake him up so that it's not his phone. Cause he was like, if I wake up in the middle of the night or my phone dings or does something, then I'm gonna be up and I'm gonna be on it and just gonna cut into my sleep. So he was like, I, it really helped me to be able to disconnect from my phone. So as his um, alarm. Yeah, as his like actual hours a real clock instead of his phone. So you just gotta find your own tricks. I gotta find your I've never thought hacks. of that, but that makes sense. And I was like, oh, good for you. That's such a good hack because you know the, the alarm, the notifications, and you go to the bathroom. You be like, oh, let me check Instagram, and then you've been on there for two hours. <laughs> um, so yeah, constant connectivity can be draining. Is draining. People know me. I've gotten in trouble numerous times because people just can't find me for days. Like me and my Gemini twin, uh, Kendrick Lamar Duckworth, have that in common. That phone. I don't care. Emails, so what? They'll be there whenever I decide to check them, okay? Uh, Drives today, me crazy. Today, my mental health is more important than whatever you're talking about. So I'm like, did you check your email? Did you? Like, did you? I'm like, okay, let it go. Girl, let it go. Girl. So, um, yes, set boundaries around your phone, your computer use, your email. I have taken to Sunday being a non-computer day. Girl, that's what you is, at church. No, it's no, no. Even, when, even if I don't go to church. I am determined not to the open Sabbath. my is laptop on Sunday. Mm -hmm. And I really have been sticking to that for about the past two months, which has been really, really good. She got me. it from me, I'm sure. But um, yeah, take breaks from, from social media. Um, turn off the notifications. Take social media breaks fast. I do it sometimes. I'm like, okay, well, that's enough for... Some people be taking extended. They be like, shout out to uh, Jesse. She'd be like... If you need me, text me, but I ain't gonna be on here for a whole month. So it's important. It stops with comparison and all of those things we talk about. Um, for prioritizing self-care, always, always, always. It means different things to different people, but it's important that you prioritize, again, activities that make you feel healthy, whole, rejuvenated. Um, this could be baths, massages, spending time in nature. For me, it was stretching. Like I had to stretch yeah. today. Like I was really in my body but out of my body but in a lot of pain but it was like a whole thing so um i usually stretch pretty much every morning i try to but like after being up on my feet being up and i was like i know for sure i threw my body completely out of whack for this process um so i have to like make it up <laughs> to my body um so i'll probably be walking tomorrow uh number five get enough sleep early or late because that heat that's true thing and i do pass out in the sun um i'm not proud of it, it just happened. Uh, five, get enough sleep. Quality sleep is essential for rest and rejuvenation. I know people are like, eight, nine hours, but it really does. I didn't believe it, but I am a believer now. Difference. And I get it. Some of y'all are in the season where the kids are kidding. You know, you got new babies, whatever. Just take naps when the baby be taking naps. Sounds like a dream. To the sleep seven the OGs, I learned that from the OGs. They're like, just sleep when the baby sleep. What's wrong with you? Um, so that brings us to some of the things that we've been doing this week uh, to ground ourselves back in our real lives. Because mm -hmm. like Pammy was helping me get um, cast gifts. What else did you do? Drove me around to do some stuff at some point. We were just doing all the things. So it really became like a joint. In addition to our regular conflict, stuff. Like conflict. You know, like you said, we had to get ready for the podcast. We have some other projects that we're working all on things. or whatever. Um, so this week, so after Sunday, which was our last performance, shout out to my village that came through both days. I love and appreciate y'all. Y'all are a very interactive audience. <laughs> I cast appreciated it. Uh, but we went to go eat like immediately after we had like in between. So my cast went up and then the other cast went up. So we went to go eat and spend time with family. So that was a very grounding thing, right? Sort of get back into my life. 
Um, the next day, we had another sort of family lunch situation, which was at cool, the house, at the which, house was which was nice to be at home all day, which was very grounding and very centering. Um, then we went to the movies. The next day, we went to go see The Blackening. It was a good time. Because we couldn't see it. We, we had planned to go see it while we were in rehearsals, but we didn't Schedule. have to. <laughs> so um, I saw one of my cast members. I was like, we want to see The Blackening together. So we went. That was fun. Um, and then what else? Yesterday we, we went to the museum. Yesterday we went to Regeneration. Which was regenerating, right? Regeneration was regenerating. Regeneration was regenerating. This was at the Academy of Motion Pictures, Arts and Sciences yeah. Museum. Um, it's the Oscars Museum here in LA, which we had not been to. Um, and so they had Regeneration, which was 70 years of, of black, black cinema, cinema from like 18, eight, 18 I think it was 18-something all the way down to like 1971 or something yeah. like that. So it was a very rejuvenating considering everything I had just done. Um, to just commune with the ancestors, all the shoulders of the people that I stand on, the people whose names I knew and didn't know, and to see how many- We learned so, so much. And like we're into cinema and like, into all of that. But I cannot tell you how many new things we learned. Like there were like 20 or 30 production companies, like black film production companies, like in the early 1900s, like like not even out of slavery, like good, good. You know what I mean? And people were still finding ways to tell their stories and humanize blackness in ways that was like crazy. And then, you know, they had the obvious Dorothy Dandridge in there, the Nicholas Brothers. Uh, had to make so many other people we Cap Calloway, but it was like so many blackface performers, Sam Lucas and um, Bennett Williams, I think. So, no, Bert. Bert, Bert Williams, which we had heard of that, but there were so many other, other things, people, right? And so, people that had production, comp the production company thing of crazy. it was, was amazing to me. But anyway, as you can tell, that's very inspirational for us and gets our juices flowing. So, yeah. that's another way that we reset was by doing that yesterday. Which is nice. And we're going to a film festival mm -hmm. uh, this evening. A project that Jessica worked so. on, a film is in a film festival. So we're going there, which is why we kind of look a little fancy today. And then Saturday night, oh, a really good friend of ours is in a concert in the park and um, it's near our grandkids, grandkids, sister, her sister. Nieces and nephews. My nieces and nephews. So we're gonna have a family, hopefully, family time. family time in the park with some good music or whatever. So this has just Family's been a week of recovery. All right. So I'm gonna talk about the sleep hygiene thing a little bit. Shout out to Bishop for the sleep hygiene because I didn't get it 100. percent um, Nap ministry, nap ministry, all of those things, and it's it really really is hard for me because i've always been a person that slept like four or five hours a night and i can't do that anymore i just you know and i and i've had a couple of people to tell me over the years you gotta sleep more you gotta sleep more but i did not Maybe really get it until the pandemic which allowed me to sleep more and i think now my body has gotten into the habit of it and then um <clears throat> go to sleep yeah, I had a I had a little bit of an arthritis flare up maybe a couple maybe about a month ago now, and I really could not do anything. The fatigue was mm -hmm. so real, and I kept trying to push through and push through and push through. And then finally, I just kind of slept for two days, and then it was back. So I'm telling you, that sleep is real. 
Um, now I try to aim for seven to nine hours of sleep a night. Seven is really good for me. If I can get seven or eight, that's that's really, really good. I try to maintain a consistent sleep schedule. It's a crazy schedule. It's usually <laughs> going to bed hours. about 12 or one o'clock, but then getting up around nine. So that's still getting the sleep and stuff in there. Try to go to bed and wake up at the same time each night. Try to do that pretty consistently. All the things have the white noise machine that makes the thunder. YouTube or the has rain a billion of or the whatever. Jessica listens to hers on I YouTube. Used them every night. I was in the stars. I was in <clears> space <throat> last night. I have earplugs um, when necessary. Um, we won't get into the machine. I have blackout curtains. That kind of thing. You can say it. My husband likes to watch TV really, really loud. And it was driving me crazy. It couldn't be me, but and we were going back and forth about it. And finally, I was like, "Let me just get some earplugs." And I'm telling you, I love them. I'm very happy with them. Amen. Limit the caffeine and alcohol intake. That's hard for us before you go to bed. We drink a lot in the night. So. <laughs> we drink a lot. It's, I mean, I just you know, we drink <clears throat> we drink in the night. So and I love a good cup of coffee, and it usually doesn't keep me awake. So it could be anything. Um, let's see, stimulating activities before bed thing that kind of helps me is to watch something funny before I go to bed at night. Um, let that be kind of the last thing, not the news, not the whatever, just a comedy, funny, make me laugh, yeah, stand up. release those endorphins in my body. So that's really good. And the relaxation thing. And then I get in bed and I always do my little gratitude. Lord, I'm so thankful for this. Always. Today, whatever it was, good, bad, whatever, it happened. We got up. We got through the day. We're back in the bed, safe and sound. Gratitude, always. Um, you're a big bath taker. Sometimes I'm not so much of a bath yeah. taker. Sometimes it's by force because my body be like, are you out of your mind? Yeah. Um, I don't know, something about the 30s, it catches up with you. I'm a deep breather and I'm also an instrumental like music. Like I really like, I have a Pandora station that's nothing but old hymns. And it's the hymns I grew up with in church when I was little and whenever I'm feeling stressed out, if I put that Pandora station on, I'm gonna be like, yeah, Calm down. I'm big on meditation, white noise, brown noise, all of those things. Janae actually has a really fire, um, <laughs> like trap nursery, something white noise, something. I, I have to figure out what the album is, but it's good to sleep on. Um, I'm big on the sleeps. Okay, I like to watch movies. I like to take walks. Y'all know I love a good instrumental as well. Big on soundtracks. Big on R and B. I just yeah, that is your happy place. Soul. R&B got got my gospel artists too, but they need to sound like R&B. That's really the <laughs> she gonna be in the R&B side of heaven. I'm gonna be an R. I really do hope that they have uh, preferences for musical styles in heaven because I don't want to be with all them choirs. I don't want all that. Anyway, um, so yeah, just find your thing. These were just some of the things that we came up with that we want to share. But embrace um, the rest. But embrace okay? the rest. Okay, embrace you ain't gotta be doing all the things all the child, time. Please. There's always gonna be something for you to be running around doing. Okay, there's never gonna be no shortage of a thing 
person, activity, hella activities, projects, goals, whatever. We live in a capitalist society, okay? They're going to run you into the ground one way or the other, okay? And shout out to everybody still uh, striking, by the way. They're really trying to break the strike, but um, shout out to y'all. They're they waiting y'all out. They really want to wait till... Uh, we read this, actually, We yesterday. read this from an actual studio exec, and it was in Deadline of Variety or something, and he was like, I mean, we're going to let y'all do the little strike over the summer, but as soon as it starts to get cold and y'all start losing your apartments and houses and it's almost Christmas, hey, Christmas time. Christmas is like, coming. Yes. They'll be back that. They'll be back. <laughs> and I was like, so hold the line. Hold strong, people. Um, in short, um, pivoting can be challenging. It can be a challenging experience when you have had a collective high and now you're so, sort of in a lull an in-between place before you start going on to the next thing. But in that drop down and the come down and the in-between is important that before you start the activity of gearing up the pivot into another thing, that you use that time to ground yourself, rest, prioritize your rest, prioritize doing things Please that ground rest. you. Oh my God, I'm thinking of so many people I know that just, I know. That and that's the rest. problem. They think it's a, a bunch of other things. And it's really just like, if you would just stop and maybe go take a nap, then maybe some of these things mm. would resolve themselves. Yes, no. Um, so it's very important. It is healthy. It's important. It is healthy to prioritize your rest in periods of transition to center you, ground you, and get you ready to go into the next. It is a generational lesson that I have learned. As a boomer, you're welcome. You don't, <laughs> you, you, it's just not in you to do it. So, and that's sad. And I don't God think. for a millennial that says, stop I, it. I don't think that was right for you guys either. I just think you grew up in a yeah, crazy yeah. Time. I mean, y'all was taking cocaine in the 80s to go to work. Girl, I was not taking <laughs> I didn't say you, I oh. said y'all as a generation. Okay. Y'all was, some of y'all was. Taking the cocaine recreationally to stay up in corporate America. It's not healthy. Do you know what I mean? Um, anyway, we've all learned to do better. There's a reward on the other side of you prioritizing your rest and using the time in the pivot to bring yourself back to yourself and uh, reset and things. Reset, rejuvenate. So uh, practice good sleep hygiene, delegate some tasks, show yourself the compassion and the love that you deserve, okay? Y'all trying to get it from everybody else. Maybe you're supposed to give it to yourself. Did you ever think about that, huh? But you can't do it if you're uh, sleep deprived and crazy. Um, and eventually, you know, you'll find yourself navigating into the next thing with grace, resilience, kindness, compassion, humility, a straightforward head and people brain will enjoy being with you. People will enjoy being with you because the grind is the grind, but it, it should be an enjoyable grind, right? It shouldn't just be doom and gloom and terrible and you hate this job and you hate everybody. So you can't do that if you're not well rested, if you're not taking care of yourself. So use the pivot time wellness to set we're back about. to neutrality. And this is literally creating generational wellness. If you have watched or listened to this episode and we stepped on your toes a couple times, no worries. Just change it up. You know, we don't we don't pressure here. We just give information and then you go, oh, dang, I never thought about that. And then, you know, you course correct accordingly. Um, and let pivot. us know about that in, in, in the comments, in the pivot. You know what time it is. I brought it up. It was an easy segue. But uh, we've been before you for quite some time and it's time for us to get out of here. But are you subscribed on the YouTube channel? Are you following us on IG and Facebook? And fan base, if you are listening to this auditorially somewhere out in the interwebs, cyberspace, we love you. Thank you so much for listening. Please rate, 
and review. That's the only way to let the people know, like, this is good. This is valuable. I like this. Keep it coming. Again, reach out to us if there's a topic or something you want to talk about or whatever. Um, somebody you think should be on the podcast, like, oh, they would be good on this podcast. Let us know, man. You have all these options. Listen, in the fall, we are planning for some mother and daughter interviews of other mother and daughters that we know. So, um, but you won't know that if you're not like that. That's going to be fun. If you want, if you're not All right. Anyway, we love y'all. We will see you next week. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>